Hey guys, this is Nathan here of New Year, New Look, New Podcast. Before this episode starts, I just want to apologize for my audio issues on my end. I thought I had everything plugged up as far as my microphone goes, but there was stuff going wrong on my end, and the audio you hear is coming from my computer. So if I sound fuzzy on my end, I completely apologize. And also, the following episode includes topics of sexual assault, gun violence, bullying, mental illness, and self-harm. These topics may trigger listeners, so if you need to skip this episode, that's totally fine. Now, on with the show. Welcome back to another episode of New Year, New Look, New Podcast. I'm Alana. I'm Annalie. And I'm Nathan. Let's get into today's topic. I've been dreading this season discussion ever since I started watching this season because season four of The Next Generation, in my opinion, is like a keystone season for this show. Game changer. It is. They go there. This is where we finally plunge deep into going there. And I think it like changes the course not only for the storyline of the show going thus forward and not just the characters, but at, at the show as a whole, because everything, oh, oh, let's be real. A lot of things that people know about Degrassi for are in this season. There's several True. things in this season that are brought up when Degrassi is mentioned. Yeah. They said time to go deep sea diving. Let's go. <laughs> This is this is before Shark in the Water, so they knew what was up. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> so let's get into the recap. So if you remember back in, I want to say season two, season three. Season yes, two. Season two. Paige, of course, was sexually assaulted at a party. And the show the season literally begins with the two-parter, Ghost in the Machine which is the trial and homegirl deserved better let's be real yeah I will say as pissed off as I am that she didn't get the justice she deserves there is a because as I mentioned Degrassi does a lot of different storylines that are like like they they do another sexual assault storyline um later on in the much later seasons oh yeah and this character finally gets justice and it's just after not getting justice with Paige's trial it's so like it's so heartwarming it's so it's one of my favorite story it's actually not gonna lie i think it's only the only good storyline in season 13 because other than that not a fan of season 13 um but i'm really happy that so I can this skip character that. gets justice because Paige deserved better. I know that maybe she enjoyed, you know, in part two. Um, sorry, jumping the gun for a hot second. <laughs> her, you know, smashing her boyfriend's car into her rapist car. Yep. But it's not the same as him being behind bars. That's true. Not the same. Let Let's talk about this. Episode. I gotta say that's pretty funny, though. It is pretty funny. <laughs> Very empowering. Very even empowering. though she was intoxicated, but still empowering. Oh well, yeah, but like going into like the jumping ahead in the seasons. Um, I believe the starting like season six or seven, they do what me and Anneli call the Big Brother high uh like 
season where they have like highlights for each character and one of the highlights for Paige is her crashing the car into yes. that other guy but we'll talk about that when we get into part two <laughs> of this episode so part one of course is her trial and basically she goes to this to the trial it's like because at the end at the end of her story in season two Miss Ove is like you can press charges the trial will happen soon and we get to the trial and then going after like obviously she goes after her her rapist and he's still just a cocky douche like before um I know his name's Dean but I always call him douche so she sees he doesn't douche deserve there. to be called by his name he doesn't be deserve to be called by his name so douche is there and then his whole attorney is like trying to flip the narrative saying that Paige enjoyed it which what law school did this person go to for this like it just doesn't make sense in this context of the trial I think like the only reason that well I think it was because she didn't like there wasn't any like damages I guess like physical harm but and he did use evidence. a condom or evidence yes yeah. there was an actual evidence and and like yeah because yeah because she didn't get any she didn't to my knowledge she didn't get any std she didn't get any to that degree but, and she waited to press charges and she waited to press charges later. too yes because she she was still uncertain and all that which we we which is played out in the previous seasons um so the trial happens uh Paige's mom is there and Spinner is there too because there's they're still together right okay because I, I I was confused on that part it's yeah been, it's been like this a is week like I think this, this is the beginning of their relationship or they've been dating for at least like a they, few they were, months they were now. dating no they were dating back through season three yes, yes you're right you're right but the relationship does not last long and it starts to like kind of dwindle off after this season which is evident when we talk about it um so they go to the trial and Paige had to relive what happened that night which I is obviously terrible and then by the end of the trial it comes back that douche gets off scot-free and I mean well let's be real like you know, this still happens today. Let's be honest. Men typically get off the hook more in these kinds of things, which is a sad reality with assault cases and like rape cases. And of course, Paige is in her, uh, I call it her like reputation era after that happens. <laughs> yes, honestly. Part one ends with the verdict and then part two begins where Paige crashes a party that douche is at and then she like yells at the party like this guy's a rapist he raped me all that stuff and he's like yeah she's crazy she doesn't know what she's talking about now Paige got to this party by taking spinner's car and then she backs into douche's car <laughs> which is the highlight moment and the bad bitch moment of it's, Paige. It's- it's her before he cheats moment. <laughs> I dug my yeah. key. So true. She literally said, and like, it wasn't just like a light, like backing into his car. She like 
thro- like full put- throttle reversed <laughs> into the car. Like- <laughs> and then she's just like, and she's like so empowered by it. She's and so you're just happy like, girl, about you could have yes. just gotten so hurt. You could- yeah, she's drunk during this too. I forgot. Also, it's oh, your boyfriend's yeah. car. It's Spinner's car, which mm-hmm. then leads into them going to Degrassi where the cops like find the plate and Spinner gets the blame for this. And Paige is like, oh no, like what do I what do I do now? Like what's happening? Or like like how do I fix this? So she actually comes forward and tells the truth that it was her. Now I could now obviously Spinner's car is damaged and then Douche finds out and he basically like I forget what happens with him after this moment. I he, well he's gone after this episode. Like oh yeah. Like, oh yeah. So that's the last after we see the trial's him. done. Bye, my bye. And then by the end, like Spinner, he's basically like fixing the car, <laughs> and then you know Paige apologizes, and it it's a crack in the relationship, but it's about to get even more fractured near the end. I'm sorry. Oh like, it's, yeah, it's a mess. Honestly, this like I always say like how like you know the season two two parter kind of set the tone for this season. This definitely set the tone for this season. Like these characters are getting older now. We're going to be doing more mature storylines. And it's evident, and we will see that throughout the rest of the show, not just this season, but throughout the rest of Next Generation. Yeah, 100%. Like, I feel like you just, obviously you watch them grow up, but I feel like these storylines not grow with them but i don't know what i'm trying to say just that like you see them like with them yes mature with them thank you 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 grow up with these characters as they are growing up exactly yeah but she's saying like even just the content that the show produces and tackles gets more intense as the characters get older oh yeah oh yeah and it keeps getting mature i I got you yeah (laughs) Thank you. <laughs> it, keep, it keeps going like it keeps maturing as the show goes on oh yeah and that's kind of why i want like a reboot with the next gen cast back because i want i want to see the adult problems of you know manny and emma and jimmy and spinner and me page and Hell, let's bring Hazel back. I don't care. Bring Hazel back. We legit. I mean, like, if we have to, sure. I'm gonna. This is gonna be like mild spoilers, but after like season four or five, Hazel's never seen again. I just noticed that what while no, watching yeah, these characters, I'm okay she, with getting she literally. Into the black hole. She I mean, gets, true. She graduates and then she's gone. Yeah, that's it. But but this is kind of like going ahead in the spoilers, but like we focus on like the college years of Paige and freaking Marco and Ellie. And it's like, where's mm-hmm. Hazel been? I mean, I don't like Hazel. I don't either, care but... about Hazel. <laughs> I don't know about you. I'm sorry. Not that she's like a bad character. She just didn't provide anything. That's true. And she was kind yeah. of racist. And it was like... <laughs> Anyways, yeah, let's talk about yeah. a good character. Marco. Marco has... Marco Marco. Marco has some Marco. Marco has some amazing plots in this season. Several good plot lines. He has amazing plots in every season. That's true because Adamo is like he's one of the best actors on the show. Like one of the Mm -hmm. best older kids. Adamo and Shane. 
chef's kisses. But yeah, Marco's back. And we get a nice episode where Marco is now running for school president. And we also get more interaction with Marco's parents. And yeah, Marco, you need Marco, more posters. Marco, you need more posters. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, Marco's dad is legit like he he, mean, he may be homophobic he but may, he's a comedian he may be homophobic comedian he means genius. well he loves his son but like he's funny i'm sorry <laughs> i love Marco he's still homophobic mr Dorasi. yeah so this is oh, another exploration into marco's queerness and you know his dad is obviously against it well he doesn't come out to his dad at first uh, he actually gets caught up with uh, Dylan because he still was Dylan at the time, <laughs> which is Paige's brother. Mm, and then, yeah. you know, it's funny because Marco's mom actually pieces together that Dylan and Marco are dating. And I'm like, props to Mrs. Del Rossi for being an ally. Let's be real. <laughs> I love her. She's so awesome. And then, so like we said before, Marco's running for class president against alex who is she's a new character for this season right or was she introduced last season i can't remember i believe it was this season it may have been this season. or she might have been in like a few episodes of season three but she was really like starting to be Basically, like anytime a bigger you saw character. jay alex was around oh yeah true this is also where like jay happens but they both run for class president and during the whole thing when he's running you know, Alex is throwing gay slurs and gay remark, anti-gay remarks to Marco. And yeah, it's just a very bad vibe for like both of them. But then again, Marco ends up winning at the end. He becomes the Degrassi cla- class president. But then Marco's dad, who's like, he's kind of clueless, but he's also like very homophobic. He's like, those are words they were yelling at you. What what did they say? What does that mean? And he's like, I don't know, dad. Like, he's, just, he's trying to play oh, it off. Yeah, yeah. basically, Alex, uh, no, Alex was like threatening him in a way being like, oh, yeah, I do want to vote for the freak or the queer. Yeah. And instead of saying that in her speech, she didn't. And but, then, but Jay, Jay did. Yes. Which is weird because Alex in the future seasons, trying not to spoil much, but she would Uh start exploring her queerness. Oh, yes. And that opens up another can. And it's it's interesting to see how her character transitions from this homophobic person to exploring her sexuality. Honey, you've not even experienced the character that's the most that way yet. (laughs) No. You will soon, though. Okay. I really love Marco's speech in that Marco, episode right yeah, after that. that. Was, that was a good speech on Marco. And then what I love about this episode at the end is like, of course, Marco wins class president as he should because king. But then Marco's like, you know what? Even though you were like, it's kind of a, it's like in Hamilton. So Alex becomes the vice president to Marco. And <laughs> it's, I mean, it's kind of cool though. Cause it's like, you said all this mean stuff about me on the campaign. But you know what? We can work together and like we can make Degrassi good, which after a few episodes, they're gonna need it. Like this, it's it starts to go downhill after this point. I forget till I'm like reading this 
that freaking Chris is in this episode. And Aww. Chris, I feel, is... The dog in the house. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm... Hot takes with Annalie. Chris is a waste of a character. <laughs> I agree. Thank you, Annalie. Waste of a storyline. Waste of a character. Mm-hmm. There's no reason. So much better. Emma can do so much better. Right. The fact that they both like freaking Chris mm-hmm. is just weird. This me. is the no- Chris is another black character. I mean, not a black. He is a black character, but it's another black whole character because he's literally introduced and then he's dropped. Like for the rest of the show, like it's it's insane. Honestly, this will mean nothing to you, Nathan. But I'm reading <laughs> something, and I want to know. I want to see if they have a picture. Hold on, Annalise. Are you looking at the Degrassi wiki? Yeah. So thank you, Degrassi the, wiki. The guy that plays Shane later on makes a he's an extra in this episode oh interesting i was like where's zane where's zane at in this episode i can't find it though oh zane zane did i say something you said shane Shane, and i was like shane Shane mckay shane is still in the the show like (laughs) oh no zane zane's a character from a later season the guy from one direction (laughs) Yes. He's actually Canadian. He's not British. Yes. I knew it. He's he's probably just chilling in the student body at the at the freaking like speeches. That's probably where he's at. Anyway. Don't you want me, baby? Was the original title of this song of this episode instead of King of Pain. I love that song. I forget when they used Don't You Want Me, but they did use it for an episode Mm. at some point. But yeah, President Marco, we love. Before we continue, I love the bit at the beginning where Marco's at like a photo booth trying to get his presidential photo. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And that's kind of when Marco's mom kind of figures out like, oh, he ripped a photo off. This shouldn't, this isn't right. little sequence. Yep. Speaking of Marco and Alex being in their presidential era, Moving on to episode four, mm. mm-hmm. which is when um, <laughs> Sir Rick comes back. Rick comes back. Rick the prick. Comes Unfortunately, back. so I found out something. Fun fact. Thank you, Wiki. Thank you, Wiki. Um, in a deleted scene, Marco and Alex attempted to convince Mister Radich. Not to allow Rick to return to Degrassi, but failed. Again, that sounds about right. Radage would never budge. That checks out for Radage, actually. This episode (laughs) also was the first time in all of Degrassi where one character was bullied by basically the entire school. As Mm. he should. That's true. (laughs) Let's be real. The next time that happens is later on in season. Nine or ten. Somewhere. I'm not there yet, so. No, I know what you're talking yeah. about, Annalie. Yes. Yeah, Rick comes back to Degrassi and everyone just mm. hates on him because of what he did to Terry, and rightfully so, because. Yes, but, okay, all future choices aside, <laughs> yes. when you think about what happened, 
yes, it's terrible. He put her in a coma, mm -hmm. but yes. it does not warrant the hatred. Yes, they which do. is where a faculty should have stepped in. Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> I bet that peaked so bad. If you haven't area. listened, it's it will have been posted by the time this episode comes out. If you have not listened to my Degrassi teacher and staff ranking, do so now for all the hot takes. Yes. Also, um, we're obviously talking about all of season four as a whole, but by the time this episode comes out, our discussion on Time Stand Still parts one and two will be out as well so we're going to mention it a little bit obviously we're already talking about rick yeah. when he first comes on the season but yeah go stream that if you haven't already yeah like we don't like rick but in this episode you kind of feel sorry for the guy being clowned yeah. on a lot for a little bit even emma's like guys we shouldn't literally beat the crap out of him like he's trying to <laughs> start again at degrassi's like let's let him start again exactly. but then again Rick is in my least favorite B-plot in this season. There's a B-plot where Rick and Toby are literally, <laughs> they have this like list of girls that they want to make out with in Degrassi. I hate which, it. Which, I hate first it so off, much. which first off, Toby, you're better than this. Okay? I, I was rooting <laughs> for you. We were all rooting for we're you. We're all rooting for you. And then, so Toby like he and rick have this bet of like how many girls they can kiss by the day is out which this is like some 90s sitcom shit like like this is like some i i i'm okay don't hate me but i i don't I haven't watched all of boy meets world but this feels like an early season boy meets world plot line you know what i mean i love boy meets world <laughs> but that's what it feels like to me and then of course like you know emma is on rick's list and all these girls are on their list and it's really and but then toby feels bad for rick and he literally pays girls to go kiss rick which that part's funny but then it's like really weird yeah who he paid yeah darcy Dar that, wait that That's was literally that one was of her darcy? first appearances oh mm -hmm. i did not okay i just got through a big episode with darcy so oh. my hatred for this character <laughs> is but we'll get to that oh. when we get to future recaps don't get me started <laughs> can we while we're still on Episode four. Can we talk about the B plot? Can we talk about the B plot? Yes. I thought, I thought that's what we were doing. No, we haven't talked about the B plot of this episode. The kissing B plot is later. The B plot of this episode is JT. Oh yes. my god! Yeah, guys, it it was this season. It was this. I can finally <laughs> say all, it now. It all started. It all started with a locker room. And in that locker room. And then from there, JT, JT saw... It's the second time! <laughs> oh, wait. So literally, JT is in his insecurity era. He's, he's dating in, Manny at this point, he, which I forget is a thing. Yeah, he's in it's this a thing for literally two seconds. He's in the he's in the popular crowd too, talking to Paige and all them. And literally kind of, this this situation is what causes them to break up. Which yeah. So but he's feeling insecure because of Craig. <laughs> well, he feels insecure because he got exposed on accident and evidently it did not seem at least to him that miss manny was impressed 
so in the locker room when he runs into Craig, who Manny has at this point slept with, he sees he sees the package mm-hmm. and is then insecure based on the package, which is when our good friend Danny Van Zandt <laughs> comes comes into the picture. How does Danny? <laughs> Danny and Toby. <laughs> Danny and Toby. Yes. This is this is this is the kind of thing that I would expect Danny and Derek to do, but Derek's not here. This is like Derek's not this, here yet. This, this is, is literally this is the silliest storyline. This ever. is like this is like season one Toby JT shenanigans right here. Let's be real. <laughs> this is so so Danny Van Zant, which is Liberty's brother, which they explained. Uh, he gives JT a penis pump, and <laughs> this is the first like talk of a sex toy in all of Degrassi. I mean, well, yeah, yeah, that's true, because, I mean, they bought condoms before, and, you know, Dr. Sally. That's not a sex toy. I know, but, like, it's, (laughs) listen, I I want, like, more excuse to say condoms in every episode, okay? So let's- He's gonna do a, he's gonna do a little highlight reel, guys. Yes. Just for you. At the end of the year. (laughs) And why in the count. The condom cut, yes. Zack Snyder's Justice League. <laughs> just a tally of all the times we say No, I was going to say you should do one of all the time you go, Marco. Marco. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so long story short, Manny steps out of the room on a date with JT. JT decides to take advantage of the moment and Manny walks... Stop! <laughs> and Manny walks in on him thus causing even more embarrassment than already seeing everything earlier in the hot tub prank Mm -hmm. and then (laughs) to which manny tells him he's not mature enough for her so she breaks up with him the the maturity with jt is going to be a running theme with his character from the rest of the show because mm-hmm. th- this happens in later plot lines, but we'll cover those later. So anyway, it was in this season. Alana was right. Now we get to I talk was, about. I know. was right, guys. I was just now. a little off. You just. <laughs> but we're here now. It's okay. But All yes, right. we should transition into anywhere to lay my head. Is that what it's called? What episode is that? Uh, season four, episode five. Anywhere I lay my head, it is an Ellie storyline. Oh, is is this where? Is this oh, when the house catches is this fire. When the house yes, catches it fire? is. How did I not write this in my notes? Because, no, I almost forgot about it too because I remember we just forget, looking it over we and it just said that of Sean's um, storylines. We do, real. and I feel bad. Shout I out to Sean. I, Shout out to Sean. It's only because we just read. I just read the description on HBO, and I should have like looked it up physically because Mm -hmm. this is when he asks her to move in, and I was like, "Oh, nothing here." And then I forgot. This is literally the scene where she. This is why. This is the episode where she literally tells her mom that she cuts herself, and her mom sets the kitchen on fire. Mm -hmm. Not on purpose. Not on purpose, but it's because she's intoxicated and left the stove on right but then but this is still during sean's emancipated minor phase 
and he you know he like has a party or something i forget but then you know ellie's like look i want to stay here because this is the only place that i have where i feel safe because my mom's crazy and you know mm-hmm. burning the house down and that's when they come to like this, this mutual decision to let her stay there and they're also a couple at this point as well and it's just a really nice story like a really nice episode a really nice ellie episode a really nice sean episode i almost oh, forgot yeah. about that episode oh, God. <laughs> also pretty sure the b plot in that episode there's like i think there's like a b and a c plot I'm trying to remember if this is the episode where, like, Ashley joins, the like, Craig's, like, joins downtown Sasquatch for, like, a hot minute. And no one else wants her in the band except for Craig because I Craig and Ashley no, are, like, no, looking at No, no, because, no, she joins Sasquatch when there's something happens with Jimmy later on. So that's the whole car wash thing. That's the, oh, it's with- the car wash, yeah. With I Manny and Spinner. No, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Ashley does join downtown, but um, that's when Manny gets jealous because, you know, Spinner starts doing things. Spinning. I always forget that Spinner and Manny were also an item for like a hot minute. Legit for it like It was a an very episode. short hot minute. It so was strange. A, it was Let's face it, everyone's been a thing with Manny for a hot minute. Yeah. Yes. Except you- for like Jimmy and toby but can you blame them because look at manny in this season like right mm. and she only glows up more from here and the actress today too is like still keeps it going like literally her and miriam mcdonald who plays emma they just got together very recently and like hung out and it was so sweet no they're filming the the reboot that's what they're doing they better i have faith that the reboot's happening i have faith Okay, let's briefly talk about time standstill real quick. Um, yeah. I have a discrepancy. Okay, Anneli has a discrepancy. Um, in, I've got that section up. In the Islands in the Stream episode, Islands going back, stream. going back to, um, the B plot of the Toby and Rick kissing thing that's this episode my least favorite b plot there's a discrepancy because on toby's list of girls to kiss is hazel but they've already kissed yeah in the take on me and in the episode again degrassi with this weird continuity errors that they don't stick to also this is when Paige gets her job at the movie theater Oh yeah, we, we love uh, <laughs> Paige going through her J- Josh Nichols face <laughs> from Josh. <laughs> Paige in her job era, her job minimum era. wage yes. job era, which continues but, into other seasons. Well, technically, yeah, but because yes. that's what leads to her and Alex. um and Spinner. Well, it's it's her and Spinner like officially ending. Mm-hmm their relationship yeah. because there's the whole fight between like Craig and Spinner and things about Manny and flirting and blah 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 they it's fight really in the freaking strange. movie theater they're fighting and Paige the is like do you theater. really need to do this at my place of employment when I just got the job and she literally, literally kicked them to the curb also so she, fast also 
during this fight, she like gets fired, but then Alex is like, wait, no, you're back. Did they not just fire Paige? Like that I think I Alex was like a manager. Either that or Alex was like, hey, like it wasn't her fault. Cut her some slack. She just started. There must be some deleted scene somewhere where she like reasons yeah. with her boss. But, but anyway, that's all yeah. I wanted to touch on on that episode real quick before yeah. we moved on. And we we did a full deep dive discussion on time stand still. If you want yes. to listen to that, that is the previous episode after this. But in short, it's the school shooting episode. It is by far one of the most infamous Degrassi episodes ever. It is one of the best Degrassi episodes. One of episodes. the best Degrassi episodes. And it's also one of the ever. things that Drake is known for outside of being on this show and wheelchair Jimmy. Because wheelchair Jimmy is Drake about to know, Drake's known for his music and wheelchairs. That's it. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah shout out to drake if you're somehow listening to this um <laughs> can you be on the podcast <laughs> we think wheelchair jimmy is cool wheelchair jimmy is wheelchair jimmy is cool on three one two three wheelchair jimmy, wheelchair jimmy. Okay. pour one out for wheelchair pour one out for wheelchair jimmy cheers jim Take your purple, what was that? What was that energy drink called? Purple dragon. Purple, purple dragon. dragon. Pour a purple dragon out. For, <laughs> that's for an episode Jimmy. he watched last night, too. That's oh my, my god. That's my favorite. I was like, Nathan, <laughs> how did you not bring that up? <laughs> Nathan Uh-oh. has not discussed that with me yet. <laughs> but yeah, we did a whole discussion with Time Stand Still. It's a so we're fantastic. We're not going to talk about it because otherwise we're we'll not really. Because exactly. we'll get sad again. This episode will be another hour long, even though that's a short episode. It is runtime, but and it will be streaming right before this one. So if right. you're listening to this episode and if you haven't listened to the time stand still discussion, go you listen to it. that. It is a key episode in Degrassi history. And this is where the show literally every plot line afterward is a direct is in direct coalition with this two-parter, particularly with Sean. Because as we mentioned yeah. in the time stand still discussion, Sean actually saved emma from getting shot and also toby and toby but also caused the gun to get hit back on rick and now rick's no longer in the show yeah and then sean is being proclaimed a hero and being interviewed by his parents or grandparents i think his parents his parents and then they um and then you know sean's upset about this because, you know, that's not the person that they saw when they moved him back to Degrassi from Lasega. So him, Emma, because they're still, they're kind of back. No, they're not back together. Sorry. So they're it's, just close. They're just close. So it's him, Emma, Jay, and Alex. Ellie. And, oh, it's, it's, it is Ellie, right? Because they're dating. It's not right? Alex. It's, I, I thought it was Alex. Doing it's, great. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> How many episodes are we <laughs> This is so, episode. So those four nine. go into uh they go to a Sega and we meet the kid that Sean deafened mm. in his ear. And, and he literally ended up saving him because yeah. Sean had an emotional break. Well, tried to he tried, tried to he tried stop to... himself from an emotional breakdown. And then he went on the jet ski. Jet ski? Yeah, it was a jet ski. Jet ski and, and almost drowned. But then the guy which, saved him. Which that scene was very intense. But the yeah. music in that scene is like like surfer, like 
90s early 2000s surfer like yeah like gonna take my board to it was really awesome but like <laughs> the scene that's the thing about degrassi the music will not match up with the tone of the scene ever and then so you know and then sean he's like look i i'm in a bad place i'm not well i feel like everyone calls me a hero but i don't feel like it i need to be with my family at this point so sean as much as we love sean he ends up moving back to wasega beach yeah. and this I be- hate that scene when I, they're driving I, away in the car yeah and, and he's and, crying and, and emma that. looks out the window and you just see because here's the thing even though even though he was with ellie it's always been Emma. It's always been it's Emma. always been Emma, and in my mind, it always will be. It always so, ha ha, Degrassi writers. Oh gosh, you'll come to learn that a lot of has a lot of things in her mind <laughs> that are not what happened. She has a lot of, <laughs> but in my she, mind, she has they several, do. She has several head cannons about the show. And <laughs> yes, and I, I, I have a lot of head cannons. I too. love them. Um, I think I have moving to episode ten. Wait, oh, we forgot the episode nine is when they're producing. They start talking about producing a play, and they yes, yes. radishes, radishes Radishes are are so so sweet. (laughs) It's a protest song against Jim Radish for their Dracula (laughs) musical. I just can't believe they end up doing Dracula as a musical. Or well, is it a play? No, it, it's it, a play. It's a play, but then Radish is like, make it a musical, and they make it about Degrassi, <laughs> which is gonna be about the lunch lady, I think. And then she's like, Yeah. And then they're like, no, it's gonna be like a protest because of like the shooting just happened, and you know, Radich is still a jerk. And you know, um, all this also- what play was that? It was Dracula. Because they've written their own version I of Dracula. That was in a different episode. No, it was it started out as Dracula and then No, but this is like the process of them getting approval. Yeah. To do yeah. it. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Also, let's not forget that um No, you guys are skipping things. That was in episode eleven. That was Bitch, in episode eleven. Was it? Radiches, radiches, yes. Well, what was in episode no? Wait. There's no B plot. There's no B plot in episode nine. I could have sworn that was the plot in episode nine because they literally wanted <laughs> oh, no. to do that. We're doing it again. Shooting. We're doing Ugh. it again. It's okay. I'm going to quit. Literally, no. the only plot line in episode nine is them doing their little moment with Sean. Wait, Rick's funeral, too. That was the B plot. Because right? uh, Toby and JT well, went to Rick's Well, it's funeral. technically all kind of. I was like, the, the nine, nine through. 11 blend together because 9 yeah. and 10 are like basically those so wait wouldn't that happen in episode 10 I'm oh no oh it does happen in episode 11 but i can tell you what does happen in episode 10 yes please do because i'm a fraud <laughs> so, <laughs> in this episode heather sinclair was almost revealed wait, but her yes, arms were covering yes. her face Okay, so when when I heard Heather Sinclair, I literally yeah. googled it and I saw the screenshot from that episode, and I'm like, there she is. <laughs> it's so funny because she's the only character on the show that they decided that you are never ever going to see. But 
we meet, meet her meet sister. Her sister, and she's just as worse. Well, <laughs> oh, and, just wait. Okay, but just wait. I love question. her so much. This is my question about Heather Sinclair. Yes. Mm-hmm. So she's known as being part of Degrassi Community School. Yes. Why then later is Holly J from the other Let's school? Say, well, oh, yeah. Lakehurst. Lakehurst. Why does Holly J go to Lakehurst? That's a good Heather point, went actually. to Degrassi. I wonder if maybe Holly J's family moved to a maybe. new area after Heather All graduated. A Degrassi mini called Be Aware of Heather Sinclair. <laughs> I love that it's one. It's really yes. funny. It's so good. We need to do a whole video just watching and ranking the Degrassi minis. Yes. They're so good. 100%. But anyway, that's literally the only opinion or comments I had on episode 10. Because um, other than that, it's literally um downtown sasquatch wins their record deal thing oh yes um and then this is marco have an accordion in this episode yes marco is in his weird outfit (laughs) this is also the introduction of mr oleander tomato tomato (laughs) i don't like mr oleander (laughs) i just like this summary sentence literally says meanwhile Paige has her eye on a sexy new yoga instructor. <laughs> okay, so Mr. Oleander is a, student, is a student teacher for Mr. Simpson, but he's also a yoga instructor. He's a student teacher, so he's basically a student and a teacher. I don't like him. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is me just laughing because how these summaries are written are really funny sometimes. <laughs> yes. I'm just going to read you because it's literally like three sentences. Craig loves Ashley and loves the idea of having her in his band. Too bad the rest of the band wants her to go away. Craig's oh, in yes. classic her or us. And with the band's first recording session looming, eeny, meeny, miny, mo ain't gonna cut it. What kind of Disney <laughs> Channel? <laughs> it's, it is giving Disney Channel. Can I just also, think- why I think this season blurs together to the point where I forgot that this is when Ashley like hypothetically joins the band or tries to, and then the the spinner Manny car wash stuff happens earlier on. So great. So I'm on the right page now. Basically, they try to they get the record deal, but but Craig is like, "It's you, Ash. It's always been you, not the band. It's always been you." So then, but during the process, like Spinner and Marco, they try to like, um, crazy man. They try to do crazy stuff in the band. But I'm just going to be honest, Marco's accordion solo kind of slaps, okay? It honestly worked better than anything else. I enjoy that. He should honestly do accordion stuff more. And this event, this whole like Ash and Craig romance re-sparking leads into the Voices Carry two-parter. Oh my god, when I tell you that this is one of my favorite two-parters... It's of all time. Honestly, it's so of, good. It's honestly some of the best acting out of Jake Epstein. And yeah. this is basically this is the start of Craig's bipolar storyline because he does it, he is diagnosed with bipolar disorder later on in the show, but it's a whole entire mess because throughout this season, Ashley's parents are like yeah we don't like you craig because of what you did to ashley like early on in the season but then craig he, he basically invites himself to ash's like dad's wedding you know 
And then basically he also, Craig is still living with Joey, Jeremiah, and he lies, he lies to Joey saying how he's like going to see Marco and like friends and whatever. And also in this episode, he visits Jimmy at the hospital because Jimmy is like bedridden and he's like still there. And like, I, I do think like he's one of the only people and Marco in a later episode to like go see Jimmy when he's in the hospital, which, you know, good for those two. Because because Spinner and Jimmy are still having their, I don't like you, you don't like me kind of plot line. You can funny. quite literally, you Cut can the see the mania. Like, yeah. if you think about it, like, and that's why I said it, like, early on, when he stands there and he's smiling as the train comes, and John's mm-hmm. like, get off the tracks. I'm always yep. like, you can see the, like, the mania from that early on and it's crazy like you can see like he does things in this two-parter and you're like why are you doing that why like it's not him even just in this first episode like let's break it down real quick Mm -hmm. we bar borrow we steal we steal joey's credit card yep we decide to get a hotel room because we fin about a bang Ashley. We buy. <laughs> yeah, oh. I forgot about that. Thing. We <laughs> then, buy a whole ass suit too. We buy a whole suit. Yes. After having his moment with Ashley, yep. he goes surprise, and I mean surprise not only to Ashley's parents but Ashley herself. Mm. Surprise! We're engaged. Yeah, like he tries to engage. He like he tries to, to propose. He to tries. Her. He tries to propose to her, and she's mm. like, "I'm not right now." So then, what does Craig do? He goes back to the hotel room and literally just breaks <laughs> the entire room, and with like music blaring and stuff. And that's when part one ends, and then part two is like, "Hey, it's me, Ashley. You didn't call all night." Oh listen. my god! She's like, "Listen, yeah. um." I don't want to marry you right now, but we're going to marry someday. And then in Craig's mind, he's like, okay, so we're basically engaged. <laughs> um, I literally, oh, sorry, you go. You can go. Oh, okay. I was just going to say that um, in the Degrassi, it goes there um, documentary that Annalie and I watched, um, Jake Epstein and Shane, um, they were both talking about um like <laughs> it was a funny little exchange shan was like well what was his excuse for you know destroying that hotel room and jake goes we all have bad days <laughs> and he has the worst day in this and episode. i, I love <laughs> like hearing jake describe the energy on set that day too because like the entire crew was just like watching him and he he had one take to trash that whole hotel room so he was just like i go over here and do this and this and then he like would go over and you you see like the light spark and like oh. he said he looked over at the crew and they were like and all their jaws were like on the it's floor. like those it's like those rage rooms that you pay yes. to go to i want to go to a rage room that's what i think of is like <laughs> choose your weapon are you going to use an axe are you going to use a baseball bat what are you going to use to destroy this room and then your hands like... and then they have like heavy metal playing while it crash <laughs> and, 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 and and craig has like his music blaring as well and it's, it's honestly like great acting from jake epstein in both of these parts 
part two then begins, you know, they go to the wedding, which, by the way, if you forgot, Ashley's dad is gay, so he's getting married to his eventual husband. And then, you know, the whole family's there. They're all supportive. But then Craig's like, we have an announcement. We're going to get married. And the whole family's like, well, actually, half the family's like, oh, congratulations, Ashley. But then her mom's (laughs) like, what is going on here? (laughs) What is going on in the House of Commons? Commons? (laughs) A little, okay. Tonight's story. A little backstory. is awful. (laughs) A little backstory on Only and why these kinds of plot lines piss me off. It all starts with freaking glee <laughs> when Finn proposes to Rachel when they're like seniors in high school. I'm like, you are in high school. Both of you don't have jobs. The only people in this show to ever have been seen with my own eyes that they have jobs up until now is like Paige. Paige. Alex. <laughs> Hey, oh yeah, Alex. and oh, Alex. And Alex. Yeah. No, literally only no one works at the dot yet. Like nope. you kind of just have to think about like this fully, like you're like this is no, Craig's, no, Spin- Spinner was like, manic yeah. going. Was was Spinner working at the I dot already? Like he, I feel like he was okay. okay. I also, think so. for whatever reason, Craig has an obsession with Vancouver because first he wanted to freaking take yeah. Angela to Vancouver. Yeah. Now he's like, Ashley, let's go to Vancouver. You live in Canada. Have you, you know? not been to Vancouver? Apparently How far? Not. Where do they live? Where in Canada is, do where they is live? Degra- where is Degrassi? Where is Degrassi? Where is Degrassi? Google Degrassi Community School. I will. Also, one of my favorite scenes in Part Two is when Craig is on the phone in the phone booth, and there's no response, and like he's like getting so pissed off, and you see him like frantically like slamming the phone down uh, Toronto oh. Ontario oh, I was gonna say it <laughs> I will say I'll though I beat you to it oh man but I will say though in the second part like after the whole wedding meltdown he doesn't go Craig doesn't go back to the hotel because it's destroyed and there's like a two thousand dollar charge too many two that like there's a lot of money charged to, oh yeah to Joey's credit card and, and he Joey, goes up and Joey and goes there. everyone is there and... Except for Craig, <laughs> Craig has made it back home, and freaking um, Caitlin and Caitlin's there. How did I forget her name? So yeah, it, I don't look, know. Take two because so, she betrays us this season. I know. We'll get there when we get there, Emily. But then Craig, you know, goes there, and Angie and her is there, and then you know, Joey's looking for her, for Joey's looking for Craig, and then Craig and his bipolar craziness beats the shit out of joey mm-hmm. and this is like this is you can like, see it's a completely different person it this is it's, not it's like a switch Legit. like truly it, it's 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 a jekyll and hyde sort of thing like yeah. like jekyll was craig like pre this breakdown and then hyde is the breakdown craig well and here's the thing and this is nothing against joey because things like this happen yeah but the signs were there that this could have been caught so much sooner oh yeah oh yeah you know or at least tried to get him help whether or not he would have been diagnosed bipolar yet but to try and get him help is like you should have known that when he stood in front of a moving train something may have been off did he know about that he did. I'm yeah, because sure. Emma and Sean. Oh, yeah. I'm listen. Joey Jeremiah 
top tier Degrassi adult, love this band at all costs. Not the best parental figure, let's be real. <laughs> he tries really hard. He tries, but like he should have interfered with Craig a lot sooner than what had happened. But while Craig is beating up Joey, Ashley shows up to like try to comfort comfort Craig. Literally, Cra- the the way that he just immediately the second she's in the doorway, he stops he beating up Joey yeah. and goes, Ashley. And you're like, it's oh. very creepy. It I'm like gives sure me this chills. Is one of the ones that he was nominated for was this two parter. That that makes as he should. Sense. He should have won. And then. I don't remember. And then Craig's going to see, seek help for his bipolar disorder. Mm-hmm. And this will follow him in another storyline later this season when we get to that. Can we talk about the bleep? Wow. Bleep? The <laughs> B plot. The, yeah, let's talk, about, let's talk about the Sorry. B plot for this. <laughs> the B plot for this episode is what I mentioned earlier because my the episodes are jumbling together at this point. Um, Dracula, the musical. Dracula, the musical. And um, because you know they sing that song, um, Liberty and JT are both in detention, and we get the first ever Jibbity kiss. Let's go. We stand. I love Jibbity. Yeah. Jibbity, Jibbity is my favorite ship. Yay. Well, one of them, not my favorite. There's a lot of ships. There's a lot of ships I love. Jibberty's one of them. If Me if, too. if 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 Jibberty has a thousand fans, I'm one of them. If Jibberty has a hundred fans, I'm one. If Jibberty has zero fans, then I am dead. Okay, oh. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> My thing. I just have a genuine question as to why Degrassi only likes to do original content. Because Degrassi do be saying, you know, we were gonna do Dracula. <laughs> Or like later, yes. we were gonna do Romeo and Juliet. Nah, but nope. we're going to change. We're gonna flip the script. Or we're, we're gonna, gonna change write, genders. Or we're gonna write our whole own musical. Who the frick writes a musical in time? Like decides we're gonna write a musical, writes musical, produces musical, puts on musical all in one season. My high school never season. had time for that. No, never. We could barely write one axe. <laughs> <laughs> Let alone a whole But yeah, musical. Dracula, the Dracula theatrical Dracula, show. Dracula, the Degrassi, the musical. Yeah, Degrassi, the Dracula, the musical, the series, the Canadian, the spinoff. Yes. A. A. <laughs> <laughs> I was good. And then, and, but but this isn't over. I mean, well, the the Degrassi, the the Dracula stuff isn't over because it sets up a future two parter. But before we get to that two parter, Paige and Mister O are a couple now. Get off of my screen! I don't like it. I don't, I don't like, like it. it. I liked it in this episode how like we saw Mister Oleander's like apartment. I believe this was in this episode. It, I could mm-hmm. be wrong, but we, yeah, see I think so. we see his apartment and it's like a mess. Like there's leaky roofs and it's like, it's not the best thing. Like man's just oh. living in a hole. Like, because <laughs> we're on episode, what episode now? Just so that I make sure I'm in the right spot of my notes. 13. We're, we're, we will you have tackle. to promise me that you'll never break my heart. Don't say that to Spinner Mason. Yeah. <laughs> Spinner Mason can never make that promise. Mm-hmm. 
with Darcy of all people. Oh, yeah. No, he said it with Manny. Manny said, you have a promise that you won't break my heart. And he said, okay. And then she, he said, I promise I will never hurt you. I think he, he also Manny. does that with Darcy. I think he has almost the exact same conversation with her. And guess Mr. what? He does. He can't keep. But we love him anyway. We love Spinner Mason. We do. We miss Kendra Mason, but that's a whole nother discussion. Did you mm, know that Kendra's in all of the credits for season four, but she's never in season four? Maybe she was supposed to be. That's mm. funny. Maybe she's like an extra, but she's still got like billing. I don't know. Emma Maybe. gets an STD. <laughs> Let's talk about this social disease. (laughs) Secret season four, episodes 14 and 15. It's It's Dracula Dracula time. But also, Emma's got gonorrhea. Emma's going to the ravine. (laughs) Oh, oh, we said, yeah, this is the first appearance of the ravine. Yes. Here's the thing. So, as of recording this, Nathan is currently watching season seven. I don't like Darcy. (laughs) Woo! So we we like Jay now, but yeah. at this time Nathan hated Jay. I hated Jay. We were like oh, Nathan, hated, you have to give him a Jay. chance. I hated Jay since the paint and feathers, okay? <laughs> Ever since he started hanging out with Spinner, I hated Jay. All right. You also didn't like Jay when Sean hung out with Jay. That yeah, I just didn't like Jay for like well, That's cuz he encouraged him to steal a laptop. That's true, yeah. That was But yes, was young. I love <laughs> this it's this quote it's a quote from the episode and then after the quote is done it says jay swiftly asks emma for oral sex after she realizes what the van at the ravine is really for this is also when we get the colored bracelets right oh yeah yeah because then alex is like hey best friend amy then they start like then they start fighting fighting. also like i love how freaking danny is like the, the the like narrator of this Dracula play. <laughs> also, can we just break down the Dracula play for a second? Even though this is like a high school that like just had a school shooting and it's like probably like, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on with it. That's a pretty mm-hmm. impressive like castle set they have for this play. Like, I mean, it, it's like something my high school would have done. And also, of course, JT would self-cast himself as Van Helsing. Like, of course he would like, that's his self-insert as Van Helsing. So in this in this episode, you know, Emma's like the understudy for this part. And I forget what happened. She like the f- first person has to like quit the play. Cause like she Oh, it was Darcy. It was it always comes back to oh, freaking Darcy. It was Darcy. Because JT bitch. was like, <laughs> I literally I've heard this part so many times. It was like the Everywhere it was. Oh, dear, she was like, I know my lines. She's like, well, maybe yeah. if you would stop change the blocking every five minutes. And he's Ooh. like, well, I'll change the casting. So then he, she quits. And, and Emma's like, Emma I know the part. To... I'll do it. And then Emma fills in. Mm-hmm. And then Emma gets close to Jay, who's like working set crew. And then... Which they... makes sense because they are they bond over both being friends with Sean yeah. and Sean being gone. Yeah. And it goes a little crazy, but if you think about it, yeah. like, well, yeah, it, people well, react to trauma, trauma in different ways. Because yes. this is the episode where you get the conversation between Spike and Snake because mm, they're worried yes. because of the behaviors that Emma is showing at home. Um, and just being more secluded, not 
really doing anything outside of the house. Um, and Snake says, like, none of the other students had a gun pointed at them. Right. Or watched someone die kind of thing. It, like... And so, then Emma goes crazy. She goes to the ravine. And she gets gun Rhea. <laughs> and she- what a wonderful result of a trauma response. Yeah, like... Oh, yeah. Totally. And not only does she get Can't gonorrhea, several of them get gonorrhea. It's messed up because it's like she has PTSD and an STD. Like, it... it she all gets, the STDs. All the STDs. All the TTSDs. <laughs> oh, no. no. All those. All the Mm-hmm. So yeah, that happens. Um, and then she eventually like, you know, comes clean to her parents and she's like, I need to get I need to get checked. I could have I'm have gonorrhea. And then there's like a there's like you said, there's a whole outbreak, which is weird because at the play she has to kiss Dracula, which <laughs> is this weird thing. And then and then like someone in the crew or cast is like, You're supposed to kiss him. What are you doing? And then the rumor spreads and then it's it's a messy time for Emma, but she eventually she will get help soon. But it doesn't go well for Emma in the next few seasons. Let's be real; it goes downhill. Yeah, Miss Girl goes a little more crazy. Mm-hmm. This is only the beginning of her rebellious phase. This is only oh, the beginning. Emma's about to enter her reputation era. Yeah. Oh wait, wasn't the, yeah? There was a B plot in this episode too, right? Oh, I f- not. I really. feel like we we feel, I feel like we missed a B plot because I wanted to talk about when Craig and Marco freaking basically played Mission Impossible to get Jimmy out of the hospital to go to a kid over at concert. <laughs> oh my god! I think that... this is that in this episode only. It might be. It's in it's in this season, in but the I want next to... one. We're not there yet. I don't. Well, no, the next one is when Jimmy gets out of the hospital. This no, is... hold on. Hold on. Okay. It's it's secret part two. Okay, but yeah, in, in, oh. the, in the B plot of secret. So yeah, I was right. I was right, okay? Yes, it so was in, just part two. I was still on part one. In secret part why. two, okay. there's this B plot where Craig and Marco... Like, Who's like, Kid Elric? He's the guy. He's the guy that like everyone. He, Craig wins tickets for him in the stealing Joey's car episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. but like mm-hmm. I just don't know about him outside I think, of the show. I think he. I think he's like a their world version of Kid Rock. I think because uh, that's gotcha. that's what I think it is. But my favorite part of the episode because like Jimmy's in his wheelchair at this point, and he's yeah. trying to go see the concert, but the people let him go through when he's like walking through or rolling through and then he like goes to the front and my favorite jimmy moment is in this episode because this is the most that drake is acting like drake because he's sitting in his chair and he starts smirking and he just goes like he's bobbing his head and he's like jamming Whoa. to the music and i'm like that is peak drake right there <laughs> just so wait until true. later when they <laughs> mention drake like as an artist yeah later. yeah and you're like worlds collide they actually <laughs> mentioned him a few times kind yeah. of funny but there's actually a character on Degrassi named Drake but we'll meet him in a little bit or in a few seasons 
Um, and speaking of Jimmy, he's back at the grassy in the next episode. Yay. He's back Jimmy. and correct Will me if I'm wrong. Will has made his appearance. Correct me if Can... I'm wrong, but d- does it? Yeah, because isn't Radich out as principal by this point? Oh yeah, he's gone. Yeah, Radich is out Bye-bye. as principal. But Miss Hatsalakos is the principal Ooh. at Degrassi. And at first, she seems like a pretty decent principal. But I mean, she actually is a great principal. But there's mm-hmm. things that happen in later seasons that I'm like, mm, I don't vibe with that. It has to do with the character that's introduced next season. And we'll get to that when we get to that. Yeah. This scene. Keep yeah. talking. I'm going to share my screen because this scene right here i've got a picture just so that we know what scene i'm talking about okay this scene oh my god this one of of i say drake wheelchair jimmy yeah because i was gonna say spinner's car this is the episode where spinner comes clean and finally tells him the truth about about shooting about what because this is when jimmy decides that spinner is dead to him yeah like straight up says you're dead to me this is when their friendship is basically at this point done for and this is when we see like you know jimmy starts to he basically goes through and yeah he forgets spinner and then spinner just forgets him in the end they kind of go their separate ways and that's explored upon in the next season and yeah that's that's basically what this episode is eye of the tiger it's good to see Jimmy back, but also he's he's still kind of worried about if he should continue his basketball career. He hasn't fully given it up at this point yet, but right. he's not going to be on the court anytime soon. Actually, mm. it was Spinner's idea to rename the like basketball trophy after Jimmy Brooks. Oh but, but yeah. Jimmy, but Jimmy's like, I don't want this because I don't like being in this chair. I wish I could walk again. And then yeah. It, it's that's a really good episode on just, Drake's half. Yeah, he does such a good job. Great episode, and like it's just crazy. Like thinking about like, I mean, obviously Spinner has to live with the fact that like he's indirectly the reason his best friend got shot. Right. But just the whole that whole scene of Spinner coming clean, oh. Mm-hmm. And the scene with the car that Annalise shared and the car, screen. yeah. That was like you wouldn't ton. hit me. And he doesn't, even though, like, because that's the thing I love about, you know, Jimmy and Spinner in this plot line in this episode is that, Mm -hmm. yes, they're having beef, but there's this deep respect and deep friendship for each other. Exactly. And even though they're still going through this conflict, you know, like, their true friendship will never die, if that makes sense. Even even though, like, each individual has gone through and will go through several different plot lines and just awful stuff in later seasons oh yeah they're, they're always with each other and that's why they're my favorite duo alongside with toby and jt those are my favorite bro duos they're kind the of bros. like they're kind of like when you think of manny and emma manny they're, and yeah. emma yes. have big fights but they always come back to each other Drake? Yes, Spinner and Jimmy take a while to get back to each other. They don't but they do. as Manny and Emma. Because I remember when I watched this, I just kept asking Alana. I was like, when are they going to be friends again? Because mm-hmm. I hate that they're met, that 
Jimmy's so mad at him. Like, I get why, but I feel bad for Sarah because all Spinner wants is for him to be his friend again. Exactly. So, it definitely takes a while, but they do eventually become friends again, which is very nice. I Correct me if I'm wrong, if it's in this episode or in episodes a bit from now, but just out of the blue, Kevin Smith is a part of Degrassi now. <laughs> we are one away from that. We're one er, away from that. It's about to be, I think it starts in the... Is this when he ruins everything? No, because well, there's an episode where like he's like location scouting, and he like picks Degrassi, I believe, and oh, then he starts. That filming. hasn't happened yet. I get my seasons all jumbled up. Oh, I was gonna say not the death of the pet ferret. Sorry, I'm ferret. scrolling to just. No, I know. I'm trying to trying because to we just that was I the tiger, queen of hearts of hearts wasn't much honestly the ferret died <laughs> well, yeah the ferret died I honestly... oh this is this is um i don't care for episode 18 yeah. i don't i mean the only thing is i'm pretty sure that's the episode where um someone tells well, about this Mm, Paige and Mr. O. Mr. O. Yeah. Well, Queen of Hearts is when we see Mr. O's apartment. Oh, that's okay. when we do it. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's actually yeah. funny that little moment where it's always funny to me when, like, Paige and Mr. Oleander are about to have, like, a kiss and then they look over and Manny's like, <clears throat> just like she was doing her thing and she, like, dropped something mm-hmm. and she was like, sorry. Sorry, <laughs> she like runs away. But yeah. that leads into an episode eighteen where um, yeah. Manny's the one that outs them to the whole school. Yeah, Mister. Also, or because Manny like... calls him Mister. Pedophile. Right. Yes. Yeah. Hey, Mister. And... Pedophile. I mean, Mister. Oleander. Oh, don't make your girlfriend that... another girl fight. Manny Santos, W moment. Literally, the <laughs> iconic get their like, down moment. Yep, I love their girl fights, and it also continues a little bit in, um, episode twenty. West, yep. oh yes, <laughs> that's funny. And it also continues in West Sorry. and Girls. Sorry, freaking, you can't see this in the video, but Anneli is showing us a screenshot <laughs> from the ep- episode eighteen, and it is the best image because it's Miss so Hotzalakis. <laughs> Holding Paige back and Mr. Oleander Oleander holding Manny Manny back back. in her sweatsuit. The sweatsuit. (laughs) She's in her cheetah girl era. (laughs) I also just I love that they continue the rivalry in West End Girls. Oh yeah. With the whole them going to prom and then them picking the same outfit and then Okay, one of us is gonna change. (laughs) One of us has to change. Yeah. And then you know, um, Page breaking her leg. Yeah. My leg! Which becomes a, a little deja vu moment when she ends up falling and goes, my leg! Again! And you're like, oh, girl, you're so clumsy. Spongebob walks so degrassi can run. Spongebob walks so that Paige could trip and fall and break her leg. Um, <laughs> and this is when 
Kevin Smith, right? Is this Kevin Smith? Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith. Okay, so episodes I actually, twenty-one and twenty-two. I actually looked into it, and Kevin Smith was a huge fan of like Degrassi Junior High and Degrassi High, which is why they worked this episode into the plot. See, That's so fun. So for those who don't know, Kevin Smith is a writer, director, producer. He's also an actor sometimes. He's made, you know, he's made all the Clerks movies. Like Clerks Three, I think, is about to come out soon, or it's probably already out. And the Jay and Silent Bob films and Dogma and Tusk. And he's a really, he's a really nerdy guy. And I love him on like all nerdy and geek culture. And in this episode, (laughs) Kevin Smith is going to use Degrassi for the set of his new film, Jay and Silent Bob Go Canadian. Yeah. (laughs) Where Manny said, I'm going to star. I'm going to be famous. (laughs) That's next season. I just, this is the start of Manny's acting era. Yes. And, but also, Kevin Smith, the fictionalized version of Kevin Smith is falling for Caitlin. And Ooh, which, which is tomato, funny, tomato. Which is funny because in real life, Kevin Smith had a huge crush on the actress who played Caitlin. So That's this is funny. literally, this is literally his self insert into the next generation. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah, which so true. Which you know, Caitlin and Joey were doing fine this season, but this okay. I love Kevin Smith as a person, but Kevin mm-hmm. Smith as a Degrassi character, I hate because he broke up. <laughs> he broke mm. up Joey and Caitlin, and I'm like, yeah, I don't, literally, they had the potential to finally care. let them settle no. down and be happy, but no, Kevin Smith had to come in and fuck up everything. Exactly. <laughs> this is also, I will say. In my opinion, this is one of those episodes that has like a very prominent A plot and B plot. Like I feel like both A the A and B plot are like important, especially with like the filming of the movie. Yeah. This is another Craig Bipolar storyline. Honestly, like this episode, like Jake does another amazing job in this episode. Oh yeah. This is where the uh the bipolar storyline keeps on I'm going. I'm holding a thought. I'm sorry. I'm holding a thought. Don't mind oh, me. Oh, you just went like that, and then I, I have to remember you're a teacher. And that was could have been a teacher thing. Um, I only grabbed her hands and went, did a little this, turn. So this, <laughs> confused. this is a little, this is foreshadowing. At this point, the only reason I mentioned this is because Nathan is at this point now that mm. he's seen this, but in the episode, It's Tricky, it was revealed that Craig had written several songs that were based off of events that happened in this season, one of which was when he lived in the boiler room in yeah. the grassy. Yeah. Um, so it was a song titled Boiler Room. And then another song that was based on an event that I am shocked we all forgot to mention was kissing in the stairwell. Which when in doubt, you kiss Craig. We totally yeah. forgot. Okay, we forgot. Let's travel back. There's a Marco subplot. Where I quote that so much too, guys. Him and, Dylan, him and Dylan are having some relationship troubles because Dylan's kissing all these guys in college. And to get back at him, Marco starts hitting on other guys. And, he and without any kiss, warning. Without any warning, he plants a big old smooch on Craig. And then Craig says, I want to say it. When in doubt, you kiss Craig. <laughs> it was so good. 
But anyway, that's all I had to say. But anyway, basically later on in the season when Craig starts his music career, he only writes songs that are like about specific events that happened in Degrassi episodes. Oh, yes. Most well-known is My Window. Not My Window. Mm-hmm. It's literally the only song that's actually on Spotify. Oh. <laughs> like, from, like, all of the downtown Sasquatch slash, like, oh, yeah. Jake Epstein stuff. And I'm like, that's so rude. And the, and the reason why we bring Jake Epstein and Craig in this episode is because... Uh, I, I want to call him uh, Silent Bob, but Jay, no, that's not his name. Kevin Smith. <laughs> I keep calling him by his real character name. Kevin Smith, literally, or, no, Craig goes to Kevin Smith. He's like, hey, I got a band. Uh, why don't I write some songs for your movie? And he actually does write a song for the movie, but then uh, Ashley is about to leave for Europe. And so she can't do the song with him. And Craig goes fully back into his mood that he was in earlier this season. Yeah. And crazy. Isn't he off of his meds? He's off yes. of his meds. So he's, he's having a crazy manic episode. He's on the streets talking to this guy who steals his guitar. And he's in some kind of like homeless shelter. Like this home, basically. And mm. then, you know, it's ultimately to where... Caitlin Ryan and Joey have to go to Kevin Smith to basically say to all of Canada, hey, there's a boy out they there. Go on, the Craig. go on the Canadian national news. Be like, look, I'm Kevin Smith. Look, Craig's out there. Craig, if you hear us, come home. It's literally Craig's that. like eating soup and he's, and like, he's like, I know hey, him. I'm writing I a song. Him. I'm writing a song for his movie. Also, <laughs> I-, I hate to be the bummer of bad news but jay and silent bob go canadian a is not a real movie because there's a scene there's a scene in this movie that they shoot where this i to my knowledge this has not happened in any jay and silent bob movie but there's like ninjas and then then the other guy the guy who's not kevin smith is like whoa ninjas and he pulls out nunchucks and i'm like this is the greatest movie of all time you're literally like why are there ninjas and why are they fighting at prom technically there is a technically there is a jay and silent bob degrassi movie called jay and silent bob do degrassi where it's Mm. basically where they meet the they meet the actors i think where they're like not playing their characters i've tried to search for this but i cannot find it anywhere so listeners if you know about this jay and silent bob do degrassi thing please let me know about it because i want to watch DM this. the insta dm the, dm the deets yes please but i'm still mad at, at uh at, i'm still mad at kevin smith for breaking up joey and caitlin and then that joey's all me. joey's all sad at the end of this episode and i don't like it it's so rude because like deserved they deserved better you mentioned literally i love the whole like that whole storyline with craig i can't like you just think about that and voices carry right you mentioned how like you mentioned mentioned how manny was like getting an acting gig in this yes but but you forgot to mention that they cast ellie as the like punk 
girl yes. that the other guy was hitting on throughout the whole thing. Also, like, they, 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 they casted Paige and then they cut her. They can't remember yeah. that, Nathan. That will yes. be important later yes, on. Yes, I know. They cut they Paige is in the movie, but ending up her scenes get cut. Stream Degrassi goes Hollywood. Stream Degrassi goes Hollywood. <laughs> I'm not even on that You're episode. So close. You're so close, Nathan. And when you get there, I have to watch it with you. There's I'm gonna weird... have the time of my life. He's There's not this... so close, but you're close enough. Right. There's this weird subplot with uh Jason Muse who plays Jay in the Jay and Bob series, where he's literally hitting on Ellie throughout the entire f- production. His oh, yeah. char- his character and his fictionalized version of himself. And I'm like, I don't. This is weird. I don't like this. Like, it's not a vibe. Stop. Mm-hmm. Um. And then, like, all of Degrassi is in the movie, which is funny because, like, you know, they have a fake graduation, which is obviously years before most of the main cast will graduate. And it's just mm-hmm. a nice moment. And we, this is not the last we see of Kevin Smith in this show because we'll see him in a few more seasons. Also, yeah, we will. Also, one thing that I forgot to mention is like at the, uh, the, pro- the end of year prom, which I swear they have a prom every freaking end of year. When Paige has like not her, not every dance is a prom. Not every, well, well, you know what I mean. <laughs> they always have a dance at the end of the year. Pro. And when, when when Paige has her like broken leg stuff, by the time they film Jay and Silent Bob, her crutches are gone. So like, how long was it between end of year and beginning of production? Um, like, with these crutches. <laughs> <laughs> Paige Michael check stars in Chicago. <laughs> Chicago. And I've I feel like we've jumped around all the place, but yeah, that's basically season four. It had a very like Thank dark, God. it had man, basically it had a very deep start and a very like deep incline. And at the end, it's like Kevin Smith, you know, like let's end the series on a happy note, kind of. But like not kind of especially because like we're getting into like we're getting into the territory of Degrassi where we are going to experience some real sad things soon. We still have one more season recap before we get into the nitty gritty depresso espresso. I still haven't forgiven you guys for what I've experienced. Anyways, sorry. (laughs) As a a little teaser for you when we uncover what I'm talking about, as candid as I can be. But yeah, this was our season four recap. In my opinion, I say this every time after I'm done with the recap, but I'm for real when I say that season four is my favorite season of TNG right now. It's one of my faves. Because it it feels like the most mature that the show has ever been. With like heavy sub <laughs> with like all these heavy Sorry. plots. Don't mind my laughter. Season ten says hi. Season Sorry. Season fourteen thirteen twelve twelve no i still think season 10 season 10 and season 12 yeah but there's is season 12 yes but season 10 it's just nathan just all of the like shut up Arnold and I try to talk without spoilers. Okay, but so I, much I like season four. Okay, season four. No, even the, season, season four, four season, is one of my season favorite four. Seasons. Even though it like deals with heavy topics, even though it deals with a lot of heavy topics, 
it's the it's still the most like okay we're still old Degrassi you know we're still like this is true this is their transitional period you know like this is true this is true I'm so scared for you you get so scared for me yes um, I don't know anything Annalie how do you think I felt when you first watched the show I know but now I've watched the <laughs> now show you get so to now experience I can, it with I me. can be that now yes Anyways, I hope you enjoyed this season four recap. <laughs> we love season four. We love season four. I love it a little too much, apparently. But anyways, uh, check back in with, I don't know what we're doing next week. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Season five recap. I think, I maybe season five. I don't know. We might take a break from recaps. Who knows? It's always a different day with us. Uh, so yeah, that's basically it for the season four recap. And remember, don't, don't go, go cuckoo bananas. I hate Kevin Smith. <laughs>